Real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast, be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Frugalpreneur podcast. I am your host, Sarah St. John. This episode is what I refer to as a showcase episode where I feature a bootstrapped entrepreneur and they briefly share their tips, tricks, tactics, techniques, and tools that help them bootstrap their business and the successes and failures along the way. My hope is that each of these showcase episodes will provide at least one valuable takeaway that you can implement right away in your own bootstrap business journey. Now on to the episode. I started my first business as a senior in college, actually. I fell in love with marketing and and really was looking for real-world marketing experience. And so at the age of 22, before I had even graduated college, I started my first business to get any marketing experience I could. I was enamored by storytelling, which I had done a lot of with a journalism background in my undergraduate degree, and the data and science behind digital marketing, the instant feedback of campaigns from analytics, and psychology with color psychology, font psychology, understanding consumer behavior, and my passion for marketing was born. And so I lived the side hustle life for nine years. I started as a solopreneur in 2010 and lived the side hustle life before it was cool until 2019 when I left my full-time job to focus full on my own brand. A lot of bumps and a lot of lessons along the way, but so happy looking back now that I took that leap and started that first business, which has led to so many opportunities along the way from there. I am so proud that I have bootstrapped every business that I have started to date. So far, that's two. Taking outside funding never felt right to me, but playing the long game has. And so my very first business, I started at the age of 22. I was still in college and I had a couple of internships and college jobs. And I took $100 from the wages I made from those jobs to file for my LLC and open up my checking account for the business and start doing the work, starting consulting. And being that I lived the side hustle life, so I then leveraged that experience from my first business and that solopreneurship side hustle to land a full-time job in the marketing field. And through that, I was able to put all the money that I made from consulting and freelance work and contracting and that side hustle aside for nine years. So I started that first business in 2010. And by the time it was 2019, I hadn't touched any of the money in that account. So when I left my full-time job, I had some funds available to pour back into the business. And so I have bootstrapped and poured back into the business the majority of the time over more than a decade now. And it's really paid off. It helped me start my second business in 2021. And I honestly wouldn't have it any other way. I really look at success and failure just as learning lessons. So I don't harp too much on the failure, though there have been so many over the years, especially starting a business at the age of 22 when entrepreneurship and side hustles weren't cool. My friends thought I was crazy because I was spending all my free time, evenings, weekends, working and and fulfilling client work. But, you know, I think the biggest success for bootstrapping is that I was able to take a side hustle, solopreneurship that I started as a college student. And over a period of 12 years, the first nine, all side hustle, 
then the last three and a half to four years, building up a full service marketing agency from that bootstrapped endeavor, never putting additional money into the business, letting our works help us build, grow and scale, servicing hundreds of projects all across the United States and also supporting a team and, and growing a team. That definitely is the biggest success. I think the biggest failure or challenge was learning when to delegate. I think that especially when you're bootstrapping, it can really be a different mindset than, than other businesses with scale and knowing when to delegate and expand and add team. And so I think that that's one thing that hindsight I would have handled differently now. I would have hired sooner. And I think that that just comes with the mindset of bootstrapping and keeping things gritty and being scrappy and doing more with less. And that just is learned experience that comes with time. I am always, even in my business and the work I do now, I'm big into data. And I definitely recognized a need to be as organized as possible, especially because I was wearing all the hats in the beginning solopreneur, side hustle. I was talent, the creative. I was the accounting, the bookkeeper in, you know, invoicing all of those different pieces. And so I think one of the tools that I started to use early on was FreshBooks. We've since graduated to QuickBooks and, and have an actual bookkeeper and accountant that, that help with those different pieces. But I think knowing your numbers and having a way to easily look at your sales and have a system for that is paramount. We actually just recently switched a lot of our invoicing to Stripe because it makes it so easy for clients and for some of our memberships and subscriptions or recurring payments. And so I think when you're bootstrapping, you have to do more with less. And so finding tools that can do things for you. I love Stripe because you have a dashboard of sales, but I can also send invoices and run memberships and subscriptions. And it integrates really easily with our tech stack, you know, our website, Squarespace, our email marketing platform, where we can make all the pieces of the puzzle work together. I think one of the other tools that really has been paramount is Zapier or Zapier. I'm originally from the Midwest, so say my A's and O's a little bit different, but that tool really helped, has helped me as, as long as I've been doing this do more with less and have things feel automated, feel personalized, but not have to have me moving all the pieces of the puzzle along the way. So I would definitely recommend that too. Being bootstrapped, I know the power that DIY can have for your business, especially in the beginning, especially when you're small and you're starting out gritty. That's actually why I've developed all the marketing courses that I have to date. I have one course that's all on branding, and one that is all about Pinterest. And I actually have a freebie because I feel like Pinterest is, an, is overlooked and it's something that most brands can use. Even B2B, I have a use case for that. And I talk all about it throughout our case studies and wins, not only just for the bloggers, but Pinterest is really an amazing resource that your brand should be using and can use. And I have a freebie with common pitfalls to avoid if you're going to leverage Pinterest for your brand. So I'd love to offer that to your audience. It's a great way to, to understand the power of Pinterest, but also get started on the right footing so that your work on Pinterest can last for the longevity of your business. The reason I love Pinterest as a marketing strategy for bootstrapped entrepreneurs is you post it once, it can drive traffic for you for years to come. Some of our best performing content 
for clients that we've worked with or our own brands are pins that we've done three, four, five years ago at this point. And they're still driving thousands of website visits a month. That's real website traffic. People that are searching at the exact moment and they're looking for your brand based on keywords. So it's a lot more like a Google than it is like Instagram or Facebook. And so it really makes a lot of sense for somebody who's bootstrapped on resources or time because you can post it once there and have it work for you for years to come. So I'll give the link that you can get access to that. I hope you enjoyed that episode and were able to take away a valuable nugget of information that you can implement right away in your own business. If you feel your story would be valuable for the listeners of this show, please visit frugal.show forward slash guest. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, Share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.